with and so it came to be wrong because this feels so right because you are you light up my life that was great to see. Thank, you. thank you yeah are we ready to go or you want another song we have about two Sorry, guys we're ready to go ready yeah, Max says we're I'll ready. Do it. Oh, okay. If we're ready, I'm done till till, till this till later. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Nori, we can, we are live. You're good to start. You ready? Welcome everybody to the Conscious Awakening Network. It is my honor and privilege to be co-hosting for Sheila Seppi tonight, who will be back with us next week. And I'm so excited to talk with our guest. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Raphael. Raphael Weissman is a channel. He's a channel for the wisdom of the angels. He's a retired luthier and harp maker. He was born in South Africa, currently residing in Santa Fe, New Mexico. He is an emotional code practitioner. He is a trainer and facilitator of the transformational modality called Heart Thread. He's a minister. He facilitates ceremonies for the blessings of the waters. He founded a nonprofit healing, uh, a nonprofit healing the scars, incorporated to provide healing from the effects of war, trauma, and abuse. He sells shungite, love shungite, and products that help build the immune system and offers protection from harmful effects of EMFs. He is a musician. He loves to dance and hike, and he is a lover of the water, the trees, and nature. He's committed to being an example of one who lives the path of the spiritual warrior. Welcome, Raphael. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you so much. Thank um, you. I guess I need to update that a little bit. So okay, <laughs> everything changes, right? And everything um, evolves. It seems to me that things are changing very quickly too, as a matter of fact. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I have so many people that are going through shifts around me. Yeah. I get constant calls for someone who's in crisis. Um, I am. And I'm also aware very much that um, we're moving towards greater and greater light. And that we are, uh, it feels like almost within grasp of the new earth. Mm. And it's not as far away as we always thought it would be. Mm. So um, much of what I'm being exposed to these days and a lot of the reading material seems to be indicating that um, we are in for a major shift and uh, that it's not too far away. 
and it's a multi-level, multi-dimensional shift, so that it has so many different components. Yes, and when you say it's not too far away, are are you talking months, years, decades? <laughs> That is the secret that only God knows, you might say. Yeah. Um, we're asked to be ready um, to be working towards expanding our consciousness, okay. uh, doing our practice, living our lives according to the highest principles possible in order to prepare. Um, you know, as it says in the, in the Bible, it may come as a thief in the night unexpectedly. Um, and hopefully, whatever it is that will come will be magnificent. Yes, like trusting that it will be magnificent. So many of us have been waiting for so long, you know, and, and it seems like in the spiritual community, somebody can throw a date out there and everybody will like grab onto this date, you know, for their dear life. And then the date comes and goes and, you know, right. it's the roller coaster of anticipation, but you, right. you said something really powerful that we should be preparing by being, I'm paraphrasing the, the best version of who we came to be. Right. And that's body, mind, spirit, and soul. So is does that tie into the path of the spiritual warrior? Well, of course it does, because the path of the spiritual warrior is about being impeccable. Okay. It's about um, following a practice. Um, it's about being the best you can be in every situation, uh, about allowing yourself to evolve, to, to witness your own shadows, and work with them, clear your own traumas, accept responsibility for yourself, your thoughts, your actions, and to constantly examine our assumptions, our projections, and the places where we don't accept responsibility for ourselves. Mm -hmm. The path of the spiritual warrior is really about engaging with our whole being and seeing through the eyes of the bigger picture. Uh, I like to say seeing through the eyes of God or goddess, as the case may be. And um, that means seeing through the eyes of unconditional love, because that's what we um, identify divinity with, yeah. because divinity is love, is light. And the energy and um, experience of being light and being love means that there's no judgment. So the path of the spiritual warrior is actually a path of being ruthless with ourselves in order to be as impeccable as we can, which means to be true to our hearts. Because the heart is the energy of the of the future. It's the energy of what's bringing us to that ascension process, bringing us to a higher evolution, a, a, a raising of our own vibration. We can't do it through the mind, through the head, um, and through uh, thought. 
but also we do it through the heart, but the recognition is that the heart is also not separate from the rest of us. And on the physical dimension or etheric or energetic dimension, we are a combination of mind, body, and spirit, or the head, the heart, and the body. So the book and the teachings encourage us to see everything as oneness, as a wholeness, because the minute we separate ourselves, we separate ourselves from God. And everyone is God. I, I like to call it God's love. We're all made of God's love. I use the term God not because I'm you know, attached to a father figure up there, uh, in fact, on the contrary, but it, it's simple. And you know, what I have done for myself is I've replaced the idea of higher power, of divinity, of, of all that is. I've replaced the connotations attached to the word God with those. So when I when I talk about God, I'm talking from a perspective of um, the source creator energy, that which created all that is, and that which is all that is, because we're all in oneness, there's no separation. And we are, we have God is not outside of us. It's not that man with a beard sitting up on a cloud like in Michelangelo. Uh, God is within us. All of the angels, all of my guides, all of the energies of the higher beings, the avatars, the ascended masters, angels, they, we access them within, through our hearts. And as we move more and more into our hearts, our lives begin to shift to a much more easy, graceful, magical, and um, serendipitous experience. Synchronicity becomes part of the magic without trying. So it's not about trying. It's about living a simple, harmonious life that's founded on simplicity, truth, um, constant vigilance. I'm, I'm putting it all into some kind of nutshell as best as best I can. Doing but a great living, job. living your own truth from your own self-authority and living from a space of being kind, being aware of others, and instead of learning, uh, instead of judging, um, training ourselves to recognize that we all carry our, our baggage. We all have wounds. We all see through our wounds. We all carry imprints from our childhoods. We carry karma from other lifetimes. And we also carry our imprints from the stars, from our galactic origins. And so we have this tremendous uh, variety. We're here on a planet that absolutely loves us. 
we came here to be here. So this idea of ascension doesn't mean that you're going to go off into some um, realm of escape from this life. This life is the playground. It's the learning, it's the school. It's the place where we evolve and help others to evolve. And so many of the principles of uh, in La Ketch, I'm another yourself, or Namaste, you know, I greet you as another myself. And the principles that are um, universal, the, the teaching of the Christ, you know, love, love your neighbor as yourself. But that means you have to love yourself as the foundation, because we always project onto others what we feel about ourselves. So the path of the spiritual warrior is the path of constant practice. It's about being aware, it's about examining, and it's about moving the greatest, they say the greatest distance is from here to, to here, to the heart. If you can traverse that distance, then you are able to integrate into everything that is around you or us, and that allows us to expand our, our consciousness. It also allows us to have more love, more connection, more freedom, more peace. And uh, to remember that nothing is permanent and that when we're in the midst of stress, in the midst of tension, when we're worried, then the reminder is to take a deep breath and let go and feel that energy on the shoulders that's tightening up, allowing it to relax. So there's many aspects to this path of the spiritual world. It's, um, it's a commitment. And the guides speak of, of commitment. So um, if you have any questions, please you know, interrupt me. I, I don't want to just keep talking. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and Yes, and if you guys have any questions in the chat, you can just um, put it in the chat. We will, we can take questions in in between, or we can take questions at the end. However, you would like to do it. Um, but talking about the path of the spiritual warrior, you know, impeccable is such a good word, and it's it's very. I don't I don't want to not lofty, but it's it's a pretty big reach for many of us, you know, and I imagine we don't have to be impeccable as long as we are in the energy of heading towards impeccable, like 80, 20 or. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I just uh, I mentioned the word commitment. right? Mm -hmm. So we make a commitment. And that's what sets in motion. There's a quote, I can read it later in the book from Goethe. Because when you make a commitment and take a first step, the universe will actually follow and mm -hmm. provide you with the openings, with the synchronicities, with all sorts of assistance that you would never have imagined was possible through the very act of making a commitment. 
So being impeccable is a goal. It's an it's an intention. Mm. And and I like the word commitment. So perhaps I should back up a little bit and explain what the um, path of the spiritual warrior is as a book, how it came about. That would be wonderful. And um, what its foundation was. Um, so I was asked to receive 12 voices during a year-long course I was doing uh, with Flo Magdalena uh, of Soul Support Systems. And towards the end of the course, uh, we each received a little 15-minute um, channel from the guides, the ones with no names. And in my channel, because every morning after I meditate, I would do automatic writing and I would have a connection with um, various beings or the Magdalene or the Christ. I would just get a message and, and I would write it and I still do. So I was asked to receive 12 voices, one each day, and then I was asked to teach a class based on the 12 voices. And each voice came through me, and I can read the list of who, who it was, what the names were. Um, so, And some of them may or may not be familiar to you. And this is the book. I, I can share screen with it, but um, it's just the cover. Yeah. So the first is Seshat, who was the regarded as the consort of Thoth, Thoth um, from Egypt. And the second was second voice was Thoth. The third was Apollo, then Pan, a being called John Henry, who's the one who brought the practice of the heart thread through, Ashtara, who I met on, an, on a ship during a meditation, and she told me that she was my feminine aspect, which is kind of cool. A being I called Old Chinese, who I studied with many, many years ago, who came through a man called Marshall Lever as a full trans channel. Uh, and he taught me a tremendous amount. Um, the Druid, Joan of Arc, Ganesha, Guru Rinpoche, uh, who's also known as um, um, Padmasambhava, and Joy Wiseman, who's my uh, deceased daughter. So those were the 12 voices that came to me and I started teaching a class uh, once a week. They wanted me to do it once a week. And the, the voice would bring through a message. And after that, they would answer questions. By the time we reached the, um, towards the end of the 12 voices, it became apparent that there was a 13th voice, um, which was the Christ. And so what I did is I collated, I transcribed, and I edited and re-edited a million times all of the material, the 12 messages. Uh, each, each section began with an opening meditation and a closing meditation at the end. And um, the channelings 
were all about preparation for the new earth. Pretty much that was the focus, but it covered the whole gamut of spiritual understanding and wisdom um, because each one brought their own perspective from their own time frame, from their own um, energy, and from their own historical perspective. For instance, Joan of Arc brought through the perception of having these inner voices that compelled her to carry forth this, this passion that she had. Um, Seshat and Thoth brought the wisdom from ancient Egypt and from before. Um, and then, of course, the Christ came in with uh, a wonderful um, finale to all of this. And the questions and the answers that I distilled, I, I pulled out some of the personal ones and I only added in those that were universal, that applied to everybody. And if possible, if we have the time, I can do some excerpts, some readings from, and I, um, before I um, was thinking of what I would do, I decided to have a quick peek and I found some um, parts of the book that would be interesting to read. Um, so the whole thing became a book. And then at the end of the, um, the, the series, the course that I did, um, and at the end of the, this year course that I was doing with Flo Magdalena, I also was given a second reading. All of the participants, participants got, uh, you know, an, an earlier reading around November, and then uh, or September, and then another one uh, towards the end of the year. And in that one, they asked me to receive another twelve voices. Wow! And I did, and I started a whole other course. I didn't really have the time and energy to transcribe all of the second. But what they told me is they wanted me to like weave together the first 12 voices with the next 12 voices so that they would become the 144, which would then amalgamate into one voice. Now, I didn't at the time really understand what what that meant, but I had a sense. And since I began this, this journey, what's been happening is that when I do channel, I don't go anywhere. I'm right there. And it's almost as if, um, and it's I've kind of described it, and sometimes at the end of a channel, when I do a, a small session for a person, or usually for for a group and I put it on YouTube or on my website, it's almost mm -hmm. as if I am speaking with the voice of God, but it's not me, it's not unique to me because we all have the voice of God. So it's not about any kind of exclusivity. It's like I'm speaking with the one voice, which is the voice of the heart because it's not just my guides, who always just call themselves we. It's very rare anymore 
that they actually identify themselves as a particular being or voice. And it's as if I am also communicating as if I'm, a, I'm channeling a guide, but it's become an amalgam of, of my, my heart, let's say, and, and these guides that work with us. And I always have a feeling and a sense of this incredible, unconditional love. There's never judgment. Uh, sometimes they can um, wrap you over the knuckles a little bit, but out of you know tough love, so to speak. But there is this sense because sometimes they are looking for the right word. And so I go searching for the right word you know, and sometimes there are these gaps because I know there's a perfect word to describe what they want to say. And often I, I can't find it because I can't be fully present and I can't be fully absent. So it's always a process. And um, what comes through, though, is the most beautiful, amazing guidance that... Uh, always blows my socks off. <laughs> and, you know, it's possible. I don't know. We'll see how time goes. Maybe yeah. we can answer a few questions or you know, bring a little message. Uh, because the book covers so much territory. Mm -hmm. It goes into history. It goes into the galaxy. It goes into cycles. It goes in. It covers so many areas. And what I've done with the book is I actually created a course that was called the path of the heart and i used in that um in that course i i tried to identify at least 12 but it actually turned out i didn't need that many foundational principles upon which the path of the spiritual warrior is based mm. and those are are pretty simple, pretty clear, and, um, you know, they're universal. They're ubiquitous in the New Age world, in the world of spiritual and metaphysical um, understandings. They're, 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 um, they're, they're basics. They're, they're, you know, the, what are the foundations of being a spiritual warrior or, or being even more than a spiritual warrior because a spiritual warrior is just a path. It's just a way to open your heart, open your being to raising your frequency to a higher and higher level. And in order to do that, one has to follow certain principles like monitoring your thoughts, watching what you say, watching your actions, always examining, does this resonate with my heart? Is this truth for me? What is my self-authority? What does that say? How can I be in touch with my intuition, with my inner guidance? Time and nature, how important that is, especially at this time when we're sitting in front of screens so much. Yes. How can I keep my body healthy and strong? How can I um, make my immune system strong? How can I 
um, you know, enhance my whole being just through drinking more water, through recognizing that I truly am water and that this is a water planet. Water is so pivotal in our existence. All of our cells are bathed in water, are made with water, we're mostly water. So some of these principles like that are part of the practice. And then again, to have a practice, to meditate, to open your chakras, to be aware of your energy body, to sit and meditate or walk and meditate or do yoga, to do some kind of practice on a regular basis that, that exercises the muscles of the heart. Mm. It exercises the muscles of transformation, of ascension. Because I did not channel all my life. The, the channeling came to me, through me, through doing my practice every morning, writing a, a, you know, a few pages, letting it just flow through me. Also, when I um, teach a heart thread practice, I had to bring down a transmission for the students who were training to be practitioners from this being called John Henry. You know, and I'd never done it before. But when I became a trainer, that was part of what was required of being a teacher, being a trainer. And he assured me, you know, in my own personal connection with him, that he would come through and that what would come through would be perfect. And it was. And so it became more and more familiar to me to just trust which is another principle, mm -hmm. to trust and have patience. And more and more, the doubts would come and I would trust and allow them to, to pass. And I would focus on just allowing the message to come through or the healing to come through. When I do a body code, emotion code, uh, there are two modalities that I've trained in. Um, I have to trust that I can access my client's subconscious mind to go to the exact place that they need so that I can clear whatever is a blockage or an imbalance um, or a misalignment in their body or an emotion. Um, and I have to trust that because my intention is clear, my heart is open to that person. We always begin with some kind of opening meditation or connection with a higher power. And I always have to trust that what comes through is perfect for that person because their subconscious mind is giving me the information about what they are ready to release. Mm -hmm. And also what I channel, sometimes it's somebody I've never usually it's somebody I've never met. They will show up through magic sometimes, through serendipity. Somebody will just call me out of the blue. They've seen a flyer or something. Mm -hmm. uh, Mary. Hi, Mary. And um, I would have to channel a message for them 
And when I do, both they and I are blown away by the how spot on their message is. It's all, I've once was told by somebody I did a heart thread session for, they said, it's almost like you've been stalking me. You know me, you seem to know me so well. So I've learned to not doubt, or if I do doubt, to trust. Mm. You know, at the, at the beginning, even when I was doing the book, I started to wonder whether I'm thinking, you know, am I making all this up? Am I, you know, is it me? I mean, it didn't matter. It wouldn't have mattered if it was me. Right. The material that came through was still powerful and of the highest <clears throat> highest frequency possible. So I've learned more and more and more to just trust what comes through. Beautiful. And what tell us a little bit about heart thread. What what is that session? How does that work? So uh, in a heart thread, I take the person, my, my I and they go into a meditation. And uh, I always begin almost every session and all my channelings often with a connection to heaven and to, to earth, creating a column of light. I feel a downpouring of golden white light from above. I feel the connection to Mother Earth, to the crystalline nature of, of Mother, of our source as, a, uh, as physical beings. And then we go from the heart we actually put our right hand on our heart and then our left hand on our right. And what that does is it moves the energy from the head to the heart because we focus on that location. And then we've got the, the heaven above, we've got Mother Earth beneath, and then the threads of our hearts are like threads of being. <laughs> that weave together that every heart has. And so we weave these threads together with I, with my client, and then also we weave them across the planet, all the way from our home, from ourselves, our loved ones, our neighbors, our friends, the people in our cities. And we spread that energy of the interweaving of our hearts like a fabric all the way across to encompass the whole of Mother Earth wow. and beyond. So we, we establish the field, a unified field of the heart. When we're in that space, if it's in person, I will put my hands on the person's back. They're sitting in front of me and I start to get messages from message points on their back. If it's over the phone or Zoom, I just tune in. It's as if I have etheric hands, but I don't need them because the messages will come. And what happens is the messages from their cells arise. I will ask them to repeat those words. And in the repetition of the words, they are replacing the old patterns, the old conditioning. You know, they, let's say, um, I allow myself to receive love. Is replacing, 
I don't deserve to be loved. It's replacing an old pattern that was kicked into us when we were children that doesn't serve us and that keeps us running that same story over and over in our minds. Yeah. So within a session, I can I we can go from um, releasing old patterns, connecting to ancestors and releasing them and their old patterns. Um, we can go back to our own other lifetimes and release stuff. We can actually work with with somebody as a proxy for their child. And, and so it's become, it's actually since its inception, it has become more and more powerful and more and more comprehensive what we can do. It's the same with the body and emotion code because I can also work with proxies. I can work with animals. I can release imbalances in their bodies through a process of swiping. I swipe with a magnet over my forehead and down the central meridian once I've identified what the imbalance is, and it clears it out. Now, this is a practice I studied with um, Discover Healing, Dr. Bradley Nelson, and I found it an incredibly uh, powerful way of helping somebody. Uh, this morning, my neighbor came in. She was really weak. She was really having a hard time. And I must have given her a 20-, 30-minute session and she left feeling completely vibrant. Her whole life had shifted just yeah. from that session. It's that easy and that powerful. Yeah. And with the heart thread, it takes you to a place where I also can feel, I feel the energy of my own guides. It's almost like I see this violet energy and violet and gold swirling in my mind. And I always know that the guides of the person I'm working with are right there with that person. And they can feel it. So I'm also introducing this person to their own guidance system. And, and, and I'm just touching the tip of the iceberg. Beautiful. So beautiful. Because, and then you know, what's also happened is that Sometimes somebody will have a pain. I could see they're holding their shoulder or holding their back. And I'll just go up to them and I'll put my hand in that place. And I started noticing how the energy of heat and healing would just begin to radiate through my hand. Mm. So I, I also began to trust that. And, and now I offer that as another service in person where I can just put my hands on the person and the angels will direct me to move my hands from place to place. Mm. So the heart thread um, came through this being called John Henry. And his purpose was to help, help us, to help us to um, have an easier time because he was once human, and now he calls himself a once human angel. And for many years, he was the one who was dictating my messages every morning. 
And I know I've known him in other lifetimes, and there's a deep, deep love. Uh, it's almost as if we all submerge sometimes mm. when I do a session. <clears throat> there's some people here who've had sessions. Yes. Uh, who have experienced this um, and uh, have experienced also some of my other um, body code work and um, channelings. I love it. I love it. And how does how does it work? I mean, um, does the modality that you use um, make itself known to you when you find out what the person is seeking, or do people come to you specifically for for heart thread? How does that work? It's both. both. Usually, I you know you um, in the process of learning these modalities. Uh, with the body code and emotion code, uh, you can learn to do um, muscle testing to get a yes or no. But I have used my pendulum for many, many years. It's so familiar with me. It's so comfortable. You know, I, I get a yes and I get a no just, you know, quickly. Mm -hmm. So I always ask, unless the person comes with a particular intention to clear a particular problem, and they have in mind that they would like, let's say, just a channel. They want to get the, the guidance. And I often, when I do channelings, you know, it's like a conversation. It begins with a message, but it becomes a conversation mm -hmm. with questions and answers. And I can have people have tremendous emotional releases. Yeah just because of the love that comes through from the guides. Mm -hmm. So it, you know, it incorporates that. But usually I will ask with my pendulum, you know, what's the most appropriate uh, kind of session to do for this person today? Very often it's the body code because the body code will address imbalances in the body, imbalances in the emotional body, It'll address mental issues. It can address past life issues. It can release curses. And, and it can release cords between people. I can identify a particular era of a particular ancestor's life. And a particular, if it's an inherited trapped emotion, I can identify you know, how many generations ago? Was it a male or female? I can sometimes identify what happened to that person. Wow. Which, and in a, if it's a miasm, which is an inherited illness or disease, I can identify what that person had. And then we, we clear it by running the magnet. Mm -hmm. And I become the person's proxy when we work via Zoom. If the person's in the room with me, then I run the magnet over their forehead and down down the back of their neck. And I've done the same for animals mm -hmm. and um, and with children. I have a grandson who's autistic. And so I often have a need to, to do some clearing for him. So it's quite a gamut. And um, I always, as I said, I always have to trust. Yes. Yeah. Trusting is so important or um, getting out of the uh, 
the the monkey mind you know the the checking a list and making lists and you know weighing and measuring we've got to get out of there right to get into that uh beingness of of trusting that what's going to come through is perfect for today so do yes. you do you want to do a little channeling or or you want to take questions how would you like this to go um, I hadn't planned on anything. Okay. <laughs> you were trusting. <laughs> I always trust, yes. Yeah. And, you know, and what goes with trust is patience. Mm. So I um, I tell you what, no, uh, maybe not. Um, I was thinking maybe uh, I should put the cover of the book for a second. Should sure. I do it? Sure, go right ahead. Oh, this! Oh, it looks like I'm already screen sharing. How does that work? Host has disabled. Um, let's see what happens when I no. It's not. It's not enabled. Let's let's not worry about that. Okay. But if you go to my website, Raphael Wiseman, my name without space, dot com, um, there's so much there. You can read about all the modalities. Uh, there's channelings on there. I always post um, my latest channeling um, on YouTube. There's links there. As his, all my history, I used to build harps. Um, there's all sorts of um, instruments that I used to make that are also on the website or articles I've written and articles about me. So it's a fascinating read if you go there. Um, but there is a, um, there's a button for the book and I highly recommend that um, if you want to get a deep practice in what we call the path of the spiritual warrior, um, that you uh, get the book and, and works, work through it. It's not simple, easy, quick reading. It can be dense, and it can take a bit of time. Each voice is a chapter. But it lays out many of the principles that I began to talk about as well as others. Um, and, you know, some of the things we've, we've shared about, like time in nature um, and watching your thoughts, your feelings, monitoring everything, these are foundational. And the book um, is also interesting because it brings so many perspectives. <clears throat> For instance, Pan, you would never have expected he would show up, or Apollo, or Joan of Arc, you know. Um, and then uh, the Christ showing up at the end was a nice surprise. Mm -hmm. And my daughter uh, passed away at the age of nine in a car accident. And she's the one who wrote the introduction wow. for the book. And she's the 12th voice. Oh, my goodness as well as interesting beings like Guru Rinpoche, Padmasambhava. So it's a fascinating read, but it's also a journey of exploration, but of transformation. Because as the course progressed, and as the book progresses, it's like you're chipping away at the statue mm. until you get to that perfect, yourself mm -hmm. by getting rid of all the extraneous marble that's no longer 
needs to be there. So that that's an important aspect. Why don't we take two, one or two questions? Sure, absolutely. And then we can channel and see what comes through. It's so nice to see some of you that I know. There we go. Do gallery view. In a while. Just raise your hand if you have a question. I know somebody has a question. <laughs> it can be personal or general. Let's see. Anybody? No? Ah, Patty. Come on and unmute, my friend. Okay, I'm unmuted now. Beautiful. Um, a quick question. Do you know of a cure for tinnitus? A cure for tinnitus? Yes. Is that what you asked? Yes, correct, yes. Um, It's interesting because each person who has an, an experience like this is different. In your case, there is a, what we're, what we're seeing, what we're feeling is there are neural pathways in the brain that are not harmonized. There's some imbalance within the patterns of your brain waves that are triggering the um the oral the uh the ears and the the nerves to the ears um to create uh it's almost like um harmonics that are not aligning they're not quite in harmony with each other so that there's some it's almost like this dissonance within that everyone who experiences a physical ailment does not always have the same remedy. Um, what we would do if we were to work with you is we would go to the body code and see what imbalances in the body can be um, remedied, can be released. And also there are associations. So let's say there was an imbalance in the pancreas because anything can cause anything when you're relating to the body and when you're dealing with trapped emotions, because very often when you go down the list of associations of, of imbalances or uh, what we call misalignments with different organs or glands that are in the, in the, in the brain or in the rest of the body, there are a series of associations and it's only when we get to a place that we can release, let's say it's a trapped emotion, or it's a, a trapped emotion from another life or from an ancestor. When we release that, we can then release the next imbalance above that until we get to that first imbalance of, let's say it was, as I said, let's say the pancreas was out of alignment. So, there's no blanket answer to the cause of tinnitus for you. But the, what we get is there's some 
misalignment within the patterns of the brain, the ways in which the neurons are firing. And it's also, we also get a sense that there are, um, that the pineal gland is not balanced. Uh, do you use um, fluoride toothpaste? Uh, yeah, probably it is. I've neither never looked at it, but I am aware of the problem with fluoride. And I we're on tank water, so have been for forty odd years or more. So, right. So that, that the, the fluoride can can calcify the pineal gland, yeah. and there's something called sea buckthorn, and a vitamin C S E A buckthorn, which is an oil or you can buy it in capsule form. It helps to remove radiation from the body, but there's also a vitamin, vitamin MK7, vitamin K2. I, I have a, I always keep this in front of me because it is a decalcifier for the pineal gland. MK7, Vitamin K2. This was shared with uh, Pleiadian guides called Larkma that I also follow. Uh, and they have advised that this would help to decalcify the pineal. Um, but the other thing I would recommend is if you are open to it, is that um, you could get a body coat session and we could go into greater detail as to what misalignments there are and begin to clear them and and clear all the associations because this could also stem from a trapped emotion that is also, because a trapped emotion could affect a different part of the body than uh, even the place where it's lodged. So I hope that answers your question. I wish I could be more specific. Thank you, that was lovely. Thank you no, so that's much. Great. Thanks, Patty. It's a good idea of now as to how big the problem problems would right. be, but it's damned annoying anyway. But yes, I, un I understand. So use the breath. Slow, deep breath. And use toning. And interestingly enough, today somebody just sent me a uh, five-minute uh, toning um, med a meditation from uh, Tom Kenyon. And if you contact me by email, I can forward that to you. That will also, it's binaural. If you use your headphones, yeah. I have a feeling that that will help you as well. Okay, brilliant. Thank you. Yes, oh, nice that, to meet that's you. Good. That's good. I'm, I'm a long way ahead of where I was. An hour ago. Yay. Lovely. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Yay. Beth has her hand up. Yes, Beth. Hi, darling. Hi, Papiello. How are you? Missed you. Oh, I miss that so much. Um, so for everyone else, I took your last class, which finished December 20th. And I just cried all day December 20th. Because <laughs> those three months were um, magical. Anyway. Um, um, I love the structures and the foundations I learned in your class, but I do have a question. I'm really highly sensitive.
to people around me. And usually all the feelings I absorb are all the bad ones. And I guess it's just my fears connect to those. You know, I ground. And but when those thoughts are in you, sometimes I'll catch myself and I'll say, cancel, clear, delete. When I say something I don't like, I said, but I carry those emotions and those thoughts are really hard for me to release. Am I supposed to write them down and meditate on them? What's an easy way to help me get them out of my body? So the first thing we are, are you practicing putting a sphere of golden white light around you every day? I've kind of forgotten. Um, When I go out and leave my property, I always do the morning practice you taught me. And I usually would calm and ground myself. I used to. I used to do that. I can do that again. So put a sphere every day. This is good for everyone. Ask Ask God or ask whomever, or put from your heart, put a sphere of golden white light around you for protection, for um, safety. And it's a, it has a semi-permeable membrane, which means it allows love and light, God's love. It allows vibrations of healing, of benevolence, cosmic um, downloads, downpourings of of vibrations from the galactic center and from the sun that are benevolent to penetrate through this semi-permeable membrane, but it does not allow negative vibrations. So those feelings and thoughts that you are picking up will be blocked from entering your field and you're filling your field with this beautiful golden white light of God of love. That would be the first thing. Because do it every morning and every evening. You can put it around your loved ones, your children, your grandchildren, your animals, your house, your car. It's a a tool. It's a, won't call it a weapon, but it's a shield. It's like shielding yourself when you're about to do something where you don't want intrusion. You can also, uh, it will also prevent surveillance from negative entities or energies. So the first thing I would recommend is do that every morning when you wake up, do your practice at evening, at night when you go to bed, put that sphere around you. The second thing is replace those words in your mind, the imprints from others with a mantra. The love of the Christ fills my heart and soul, body and mind. That's my mantra. Or the love of God fills my heart and soul. Uh, Your will, but my, your will be done, not mine. God, um, let me be a channel of your, wisdom or your guidance, whatever you create, whatever you come up with, or it could just be an om, you know, whatever feels good for you, immediately replace the the thoughts, the feelings even, with a mantra. 
Remember to bring the energy from your head down to your heart and ground it into Mother Earth and send the voices, send the thoughts, the emotions into Mother Earth. She loves that stuff. She can gobble it up. It's fodder. It's it's like compost. She's the master, the master transmuter, I've always called her. Yeah. Sure. And you Thank don't need it. You don't need those feelings and voices. So because you're sensitive, mm -hmm. the other thing that works is to remind yourself that you're God's love, that you're not a transmitter and receiver of other people's crap. Excuse the language. And remember your purity, your innocence. That little child is always there with you. Embrace her and let her be the one who is the, she knows what's up, she knows truth, she knows what's not healthy for you. So remember those things. And you know, every once in a while, open the book and see what, what shows up. <laughs> Thank you, Beth, for holding that book up. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Who else has a question? Lori. Yes. You figure out how to on you mute. You're not muted. You just muted yourself now. <laughs> there you <Okay>. go. <laughs> I have a brother in the Yukon in the Yukon who just came out of um cancer surgery on his tongue and lymph glands. And I'm wondering how he could protect himself from radiation therapy that's going to follow. Wow. All right, so there's a number of things. First of all, sea buckthorn. Say again? Sea buckthorn. S-E-A. Go ahead. B-U-C-K. T-H-O-R-N. Okay. Is the probably the most potent uh, anti-radiation um, substance. Uh, I would highly recommend also Nanosoma. N-A-N-O-S-O-M-A. -O -O you can read about it on my website and I have an affiliate uh, link to be able to buy it. Uh, it will also help to uh, restore the body and it will work. Actually, that might also help with the tinnitus. In fact, I've had, I've had others. Um, I've seen some of the testimonials. So nanosoma is a polycosinol. It's a very primitive sugar that is part of the uh, cellular membrane and is part of what makes the body... Um, uh, immune system uh, fight and prevent any negative, anything negative from entering into the cell. It has a, it's a, like a, a vitamin D um, gate that it shuts so that nothing can enter it that is harmful to the body. The third thing I would recommend is um, to have shungite, especially if uh, he gets the chemo for him to wear it or have it in his pocket or in his being. 
It doesn't take chemo. It's just the radiation. So the radiation is what, yes, because shungite reverses the negative spin of um, like electromagnetic frequencies and other waves. Uh, so in terms of x-rays and, and radiation, it's also beneficial when you uh, have it around your, um, your computer. I have a big piece of it right here behind my laptop. This is what it looks like. It's like a piece of coal. This is a big piece. I also wear it around my neck. And I, I have made jewelry with it. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm not that much of a merchant these days. So I'm trying not to be, you know, I, I sell what I have left. But shungite is easily available. It comes from Russia. And, and it has many properties, antiviral, antibacterial, antihistamine, um, anti-inflammatory, and it purifies water. So uh, your, your, um, your, was it your, your? It's my Canadian brother. Brother. So he can also drink water in which the shungite, the elite shungite has been sitting. And that will turn the water into a, uh, pure water, um, living water, and it will also help to balance uh, these, um, these antis. So anti-inflammatory, antihistamine, anti, um, um, what, what else is there? Antibiotic, it, it has multiple, uh, and it also heals pain and helps sleep. The other thing that could help is the patch. What? There's something called a Life Wave. It's a company that makes a little patch that you could put upon yourself, and it helps to uh, reactivate your stem cells. I used to use it until I found Nanosoma, and then I didn't need it anymore. The Nanosoma you know, supplanted it. But it could be beneficial for your brother. Um, and then, of course, have him pray. Pray for him. Yes, of course. Ask, ask many to send healing, love, and light, and blessings, and ask him to connect with his higher self, with his guides, with his angels, and to align himself with a higher frequency in which cancer doesn't exist. There's also, there's also something called the EE system, that has that uses scalar waves. Uh, he could find a center where he can go and get exposed to that. And then, of course, there's rife. There's various frequency healing modalities. If your brother's open to those, some kind of combination of all those. But it's important because energy of cancer is the energy of, um, let's say, um, negativity turned within. So it's lack of self-love. It's, it's lack of self-love turned upon oneself, upon your own cell, cells. And it's important to detoxify himself from negative emotions, from negative self-image, from negative um, 
projections about himself that he's picked up from childhood. And Thank so self-love is the greatest healer, plus asking for love from, from a higher source. Yes, that's great. Thank you. Thank you. Very remote, so it's hard to just see these. We do. He's out of White Horse and has to go to Vancouver for the surgery and the radiation treatments. So he's he lives in out of White Horse on property way, way out. He's remote. <laughs> Good. So he's less exposed to um, frequencies of Wi-Fi and 5G. Absolutely. Because Five, 5G is deadly. So email me with a reminder, and I'll send you all those links of what I, what I shared with you. Thank Susie, you, Reverend. Susie, you have your hand up. How are we doing on time? We have plenty? Yeah, we're doing well. Thank you. Thank yes, Susie, you. go ahead. Susie? Yeah, Raphael, this is so beautiful. I'm so grateful. And uh, I'm in um, a brand new relationship that is the most incredible thing I've ever experienced. But I fell off a, a music stage a little while ago, broke my hip. And I, I keep telling my, my new sweetheart, limping just ain't sexy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And I would do anything if you could figure out a little bit more. I'm, I do my stretches in yoga. I haven't been doing them as much, but uh, and I, I've got a whole new everything. But um, yeah, if you could tune in anything like that, and then I'm going to sing a song for you guys at the end. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. So I would highly recommend you, you um, put this sphere of golden white light around you. And every morning and every evening, ask for golden white light from God, from source, from the angels, from Archangel Raphael, to pour down into and through your whole body like a shower. Beautiful. Um, and fill every cell. You could also benefit from some of the things we've just shared, the mm -hmm. nanosoma. Um, we can also work with you with the body code because it's not, this thing doesn't happen by chance, you understand. So you've your your higher self or your subconscious has determined that you needed to have that experience in order to go through a transformation. Mm. And part of it is to do uh, to not overdo things, to take mm. things easy, to learn to treat yourself well, to love yourself. Yeah. And to uh, take the rest and the healing and to receive. Beautiful. Right? Because yeah. receiving is what your whole being now wants and needs. Yes. Because you've come to a point in your life where you're ready for a brand new life. Yeah. And you can't just be a giver. Yeah. Which I had a little do. trouble with that. <laughs> you do. You're, you're always helping everybody. Yeah. You're always going out of your way. And yeah. it's a, you need to stop that. Now is your turn to receive. So it's not an overnight thing. You're not yeah. just going to heal yourself and enjoy the relationship. It's also yeah. healing. It's an yeah. indication that you're on a new path, that it's opening you up to greater ease and grace 
in love and you've started the process and now you want that process to continue and unfold and blossom. So um, take it easy and trust and allow your body to knit, allow the, the bones, the um, all of the surgery, allow it to do its magic and yeah. uh, feed it healthy organic food, lots yeah. of healthy water. Yeah. And stretching, be careful. Um, you can even do exercises sitting. Mm, have so you to, don't yeah. overdo it. And uh, yeah, love yourself is, is really the bottom line. And celebrate well, celebrate that you are now over the hump. You're now on the healing side of it. Beautiful. And that you're you're ready for the next level. Beautiful. I I'm I met this gentleman on he was a speaker. And I've been playing music for Sheila for a couple of years. And it took me 13 months to get with him because I had so much to do. But you are absolutely right on this. I, I am having to learn to receive love on a level that I, I have never been loved like this. And I didn't know I didn't know how to do this. <laughs> but yeah, you're right on the money. Calm down. And we're in a healing community. with the, It's a, a permaculture organic farm with everything. It's just absolutely brilliant. So Right on the money. I will do as you say, Raphael. Thank you. Thank you. And where are you located? Well, uh, we're in Mexico at a healing center now, but we're shooting for Hawaii soon, and which is another permaculture organic community. So very, very thrilled with all of it. Where, where in Mexico? Baja. Okay, because I'm heading out there on Monday. But not Good. Baja. Not Baja. <laughs> no, I'm going to play that Carmen. Well, a lot, a lot of, I've been there too. A lot of things that are illegal here, you can't heal anybody of cancer here. It's illegal, but you can cross the border and they're, oh, Europe and Mexico, everything's legal still. So a lot of work you can do there that can't be done here. So good luck with all of your work. I, I'm thrilled with what you're doing. Thank you so much, Raphael. Thank you. Love to, lovely to meet you. If any of you want to be on my uh, newsletter list, um, please go to my website. RaphaelWiseman.com and or email me or phone me and um, I'll put my info in the chat. Thank you. Uh, I um Cindy, I did put your website in the chat, Raphael. Thank you. Cindy, you want to unmute? Yeah. Um well Hi Cindy, I see you. Hi, Raphael. I see you doing a lot of nodding. <laughs> yes, because I am like First of all, everything that you just said about I'm friends with Susie for many years. We know each other from Sheila's group. And um, I couldn't, you nailed it. <laughs> she, she, she couldn't be a more deserving person of love. She is such a loving human being. And what you were saying, oh my gosh, I was thinking, wow, you nailed it. I and your presentation tonight oh my gosh it was so good i was really looking forward to it i read the um thing that sheila said sends in the emails and i was really looking forward to it and i did actually look at your book in amazon beforehand but um i i 
I want to do some of the things that you recommend with the golden light, you know, for healing myself, because I have a lot of the same issues with my history, you know? Well, it's definitely all in the book. I mean, but, the, the things that I, I recommend are, are, you know, they come from having been forced, uh, not forced, but, um, you know, I cannot teach and preach and, and advocate these kinds of practices if I don't do it myself. So I have to learn to be humble. I have to learn to be simple. I have to learn to monitor my own thoughts. I eat organic food. I eat, you know, I, I do, I drink um, shungite water and alkaline water. And I go to nature almost every day. I go for a hike and I dance and I do the things that uh, keep me, I'm 78, that wow. keep me healthy and alive and kicking. And I, I love to play music. You know, so do things that are fun. The sphere of golden white dance. light. Pardon? I turned 70 and I still dance at the dance clubs. No way. So do I. So when you say that, that makes me feel really good. And <laughs> I can make shungite water. I have plenty of shungite in the house. But I didn't know that you could do that. Use elite though. Use the, the don't use the don't use the stuff that they make the beads and, and, and carvings from because it has other minerals in it. The, uh, the, the elite, this stuff, the shiny black is, is uh, almost 99% carbon. Uh, if you uh, can get, it's better to use the elite Shungite or the Petrovsky. Again, you can read it on my website. There's a whole page on Shungite. I have, um, well, I do have, I have the, the pendant, I have um, the pyramid. Right. That's good for the Wi-Fi. Yeah. And all the That's other, what and, I bought it for. And also to just to have it around you. Because, you know, we wear synthetic clothing. We eat synthetic food. And it helps to reverse that. But for purifying water, you want the elite or noble shungite. So the sphere of golden white light is a foundational practice. It's in every, every chapter begins with that meditation where you bring down golden white light. It doesn't necessarily, um, I'm not sure if the sphere um, was in the book or it's developed since, but put a sphere of golden white light around you every morning and every night. A sphere. A sphere, like a bubble. I know what you mean. You are always, your aura, your, you know, your, your field can reach six foot or even more, even to the end of the universe. But imagine that that sphere that surrounds you, that is your field, is a bubble of golden white light with a semi-permeable membrane. So that only love, light, beautiful and healthy and truth Positive energy, healing energies can come in. Nothing negative can come in. And that you can radiate through that permeable membrane. You can send love and light and healing to the world. 
or to people that you want to send healing to. So it's a semi-permeable membrane, but it will keep you safe and protected and trusted. So when you do healing, it will keep you from picking up other people's negativity. You should still clear afterwards, but putting that sphere around you will create a shield of protection as well. And you can hear like heal like you know childhood traumas and with by doing that that are still like well that may not be as easy for you to do it for yourself that way but you certainly can ask your guides and your angels you can command use your command as a sovereign being to clear things out of your system that no longer apply, that no longer belong to you, that are no longer um, part of the vibration. So what we do with the sphere or with the column of light is we're essentially raising our frequency. Uh. We're raising our vibration so that the vibration, the lower vibration, cannot any longer maintain themselves in your field. You're clearing them out of your field. You can do that with emotion code. You can buy the book, Emotion Code, and do the practice yourself, just for yourself, for your friends and family. That's how I began. Body code is more complicated because you need an app that takes you down all the rabbit holes. But with the Emotion Code, you can clear your own emotions. And you can also do it for others and you can ask somebody else to do it for you. And if you also want to, you can, you know, we can work over the phone or over um, the internet to clear emotions, trapped emotions. The emotion code is now part of the body code. So the body code will clear physical, mental, emotional, uh, psychological, spiritual imbalances, which includes the emotion code. And it can be done rapidly. And sometimes people have <clears throat> what's called a heart wall, where all of the, the heavy emotional traumas were not able to be processed. So they ended up becoming like bricks of a wall that surrounds the heart so that they can't feel. They're no, they're no longer able to, to, to feel because they had to protect themselves. And we can, we can basically break down that wall by clearing out the emotions that are trapped in the wall. And then we, we open up the potential to have more loving relationships, to be able to have a more exciting and uh, open life. So there's many layers. Yeah, but you can intend, intend and command that these emotions, when you identify them, um, are, are released. You can also, and we recommend, that some of the emotions are there not for you to just eliminate, but they're there for you to go into, to visit with, to inquire, Fear 
tell me what you want me to do, to know. Why are you here? Why do I feel this particular fear? What is my lesson? Please help me understand so that your greatest enemy becomes your greatest friend. This is part of the practice of the path of the spiritual warrior. Facing your shadows, facing your dark uh, energies, your worries, the parts of you, because we have been everything. We have been in many, 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 many lifetimes, thousands upon thousands from the beginning. And we have been everything. We've been the murderers, the rapists, we've been the despots, we've been the underdogs, we've been the, um, you know, the servants, uh, we've been the poor peasants, and we've been the tyrants. And so now we're bringing all of this together and transcending it. We're blessing all of our lives. We're blessing who we truly are as a higher self, as essences of God. And so in order to do that, we cannot avoid dealing with our shadows, our traumas. And the more we clear them, the more our life opens up to ease and grace and magic. Wow. And sometimes we need help. Sometimes we could do it as much as we can ourselves. Mm -hmm. And other times we need to reach out to a friend and, hey, I'm feeling lousy. I'm doing this or I want, you just need to unload. Mm -hmm. You call your friend and you dump on them and you thank them for listening. All of these things are part, you know, having a, a circle of, of friends, of women, where you just sit and share. This is what's going on for me. And you listen and you and you open and, and we, we learn that we're all carrying the same old garbage. Mm. Just different amounts of it, different forms of it, but that we all, everyone carries their wounds. Beautiful. It helps us to learn Thank compassion. It helps us to um, recognize that there is no other, that in truth we are all one. And so the field of union becomes the new playing ground for the new earth. Beautiful. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. That's beautiful. And you just really, really reached me very mm -hmm. in a very deep place. Thank you so, so much. Thank, Thank you, Cindy. Cindy. Nice to meet you. Very Thank lovely you. to meet you. And Rafael. I'm so glad. This Thank you. Better than I could have been anticipated. Thank you so much, Raphael. We've come down to the end of tonight's gathering, and Susie is going to play a song before we go. And Raphael, thank you so much. I put your website in the chat, and I put the name of your book in the chat, so everybody should be able to find you with peace and ease. All right. I'll add my email and my phone number in there. Sounds great. Lovely. Thank you so much, everybody. It's been so a much. beautiful, Thank you. lovely evening. Bye, Bye. Namaste. Thank much you. Much love, everybody. Much love. So grateful that you came. Thank you. I changed the words to this a little bit. It was written by Buck Ram and performed by the Platters in 1955. And instead of only you, I'm singing all of you. Uh, all of you.
you can make this world be bright all of you can make this world seem right only you and you alone can thrill the earth like you do and fill our hearts with love for all of you all of you create this change in me for it's true we are each other's destiny when we hold each other's hands we understand the magic that we do we are our dream come true our one and only thank you guys thanks susie good night everybody night night thank you nari for hosting thanks, everybody good night <laughs> god bless you blessing Thank you, Raphael. Thank, thank you, Nori. Thank you. Thank you. Thank will, you so me, will you send me the chat as well as the uh, recording? Fabulous night. Fabulous presentation. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yes. Thanks for hosting. Right. Appreciate your help. Take care, everybody. Thanks, everybody, for being here, too. Yes. Good night. Good night. Many blessings. Absolutely. Oh, wow. And to you as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs>